Welcome to the Beef Watch Podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension Beef Educator. For today's Beef Watch Podcast, we're going to be discussing an article from the August issue of the Beef Watch newsletter titled Utilizing Wheat in Feedlot Diets. To discuss this topic, I'm joined today by Wade Pickenpah, who's a Nebraska Extension Educator based in the southeast part of the state. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me back on, Aaron. It's good to be here. But wait, as we record this podcast, we're here in early August and wheat harvest is wrapped up across much of the state. We often don't think about feeding wheat and feedlot diets, but there can be situations where wheat prices itself in as being a competitive option or maybe scenarios where because of some damage to the wheat, it is fit for cattle feed, but not for human consumption. Talk through with us some things to think through as we think about utilizing wheat and feedlot diets. And what are some things to evaluate and consider if you're thinking about utilizing that? Yeah, wheat can be a competitive um, grain in a feedlot diet as it compares closely with corn. It even has a higher protein value. It's similar in energy. Um, It's a little bit lower in fiber, which can raise some issues with its um, high starch content, um, which can also lead to the possibility of digestive disorders, which is when diligent management comes into play as well. Um, Being careful when feeding it and using an adaptation program to make sure that those cattle are going to take on that wheat as well as they can. So we think about utilizing wheat in a feedlot diet. There's important things to understand around processing wheat, some methods to use, some of those maybe we want to tend to avoid. Talk through with us some things to be aware of if you're utilizing wheat in a feedlot diet and and maybe some key things to understand about good processing methods to utilize it effectively. Wheat processing is the most crucial component when utilizing wheat in a feedlot ration. Um, Processing wheat substantially improves the digestibility. Whole wheat is only 60% digestible compared to 86% when wheat is rolled. Um, A coarse roll is the best option when processing wheat. Um, It doesn't create a production of fines as often, and that will decrease the risk of digestive disorders. When that kernel is broken down too much, the starch digestion will rapidly increase even more, potentially leading to the risk of bloat or acidosis in the feedlot, which will reduce feedlot performance and reduce intake. So let's talk about some of the management practices we think about inclusion rate of wheat. Where are some good targets as we think about inclusion rates in a feedlot diet? What are some things just to remember and consider? Yeah, so wheat should be limited to around 40% of the total diet when in combination with other slower digesting grains. Wheat can be used in combination with corn and that will help and kind of spread out that digestion rate. Adaptation to wheat should also be used and starting at around 10 to 15% even, even that low and only increasing by about 10% increment increments. Um, and to make sure that the cattle are fully adapted to that level before increasing and making sure that their intake is steady before increasing to a higher concentration. Anything else on this topic as we think about utilizing wheat and feedlot diets that you think would be important to understand if people are considering this as an option? Absolutely. I think overall management is a key component in maintaining an efficient and healthy feedlot, especially when incorporating different energy sources Um, Being able to properly manage the multitude of factors involved in ruminal adaptation, um, regulation, and fermentation. And this will allow for kind of a low-cost, potentially a low-cost alternative grain when utilizing a low-quality wheat 
and other grain sources as well. Well, thanks again for joining me today. Thank you. I appreciate it. For more information on the topic that was discussed in today's Beef Watch podcast, I would encourage you to visit the beef.unl.edu website. At the website, there are a number of resources on this topic.